0: You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Avram Kipolevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. This is Chubbisupoiskim. Today's presentation of Tsumsach is dedicated uh, to the memory of my mother, Lasholom, Beila, uh Bas Rebiyoil Halevi. Um, her Yurtzeit is Chovav of, and this would make 33 years since her passing. Um, I, in many ways, uh, I, am, I have a karisatov to my mother, um, because what she granted me, and I think she graced me with. You know, when you when as you lose your parents and you think about what each one was able to contribute. My father, Oshoam, was a tremendous masmid. He was a person who, once he would get involved in something, would bite into it like a bulldog and not let go. He could concentrate beyond anyone's understanding of how he was able to shut things out in order to zero in on things. And I think I have a little bit of that. Um, also he um was uh, very sharp and quick, and my mom was extremely um artistic. She was artistic on many levels. She was a singer, and she also uh uh drew various um uh, paintings. She was also someone who wrote poetry in a number of different languages. And I think that I was able to download from my mother uh, and learn from her and see from her that it can't just be cut and dry. Things have to have a certain drama. They have to have a certain aspect of story. Um, there has to be a beginning, middle, and end. There has to be something, perhaps even um, uh, a flourish on each thing that, that is being presented. And I think that it's the combination of of these both these talents of that they of my mother and father. Um, I'm not saying that I'm I always manage them equally, but I think that it's the, if you are able to balance, you know, dogged determination to understand, plus a desire to sort of see things um, in a <laughs> literary or I would say almost like a romantic way. Uh, I think that allows you not only a better comprehension. But I think it also allows you to be able to give things over. So I am deeply indebted to my mom uh, for giving me that sort of um, aspect, the aspect of the story of the drama. A uh... little bit. There's two gemaras. There's one gemara in Tynus and another gemara in Cotton. You can see on the board the gemara in Tynas. So here's the gemara in Tynus. The the and Tyness is about what you can't do on Tisha B'Av. And I'm going to read this to you. Here we go. Tonarabon, mitzvis hanaiheges baovel, nahegas So in other words, we already knew what were the Hanhogas Aveus. Aveus was from way beyond there was a base HaMikdash. There had already become a sense of what you can't do. And what you shouldn't be doing, and how you should mourn uh, in many ways the the system um, the system eliminated aspects of what was considered excessive mourning, but there were still elements that were perhaps even not even built necessarily into a Torah system, but a system of humanity of how one reacts when someone is dealing with such a loss so that already had existed before before the beis B'Samikdosh. So that's why the B'risa says, kol Now, these next three words, are not found in many Rishonim, because it really doesn't make sense here. In other words, achila is definitely something which is osr only on Tishabov. But what we're talking about here is we actually distill into Tishabov what had already become the standard han of avelus. Okay, so basically, what should be written here is if you look in the riff, it should be rechitza. So, in other words, rechitza is also washing yourself, sicha, anointing yourself, niosa sandal, wearing these comfortable leather shoes, tasha shamita, involved in marital relations, va of And there's an iser of learning, meaning that that's already exists, it would seem, in. Avelus, and we are distilling it into Tishabov. And of course, again, you could be medayak here. I don't want to go too far into this, but you can be medayak here, the various terms that are used of how to study. There is reading Torah, but there's being m'sha, going over the Mishnayas, uh, the Talmud uh, with the, or the Gemara, the medrash ta'lochus ubalgodos. Okay, then there's a, a discussion in between Reb Mayer and Reb Yehuda whether one is allowed on Tishabov to read sp- subjects or to begin subjects that are so difficult that they don't know nothing about them, and it's they're just going to be probably spend a day in confusion and difficulty, and we won't again. This machlo- Reb Mayer says you're allowed to. Reb Yehuda says uh, one is uh, not allowed to. Rav Mayer emphasizes here, and so does Rav Yehuda, that the that you are allowed to read and learn parts of the Torah that are sad. Part of the Torah that are that are kinus io should be Okay, so those are things that according to. Uh, the terminology here; those are the type of things that, when you read them, most people with a heart and a, a mind reading those things is going to feel a sense of pain. Reading about people suffering, reading about the inability to understand why God would want people to suffer, uh, the struggles to try to figure that out—difficult things in Jeremiah. Okay, here it says that this is this shenemar is referring to everything. The reason why toyer is also is because Now one could learn that that is only about the last subject, which is: Are the schools closed on Tisha B'av? Do we even send the kids away from the cheder on Tisha B'av? And that we say, well, there's still a simcha, especially of the even the children. Although normally we don't think of children being besimcha, the but there are there is an some have the assumption that pekudi Hashem I think that is the opinion of the Marshaw, that that's not referring to the Isra of learning Torah. The Marshaw suggests that the Isra of learning Torah and tishabov has to do with hesachadas because you're not thinking about the aveilus. But kids who anyway don't have a a connection to aveilus really maybe they should be learning. On that, the Marsha wanted to say that the Gemara quotes this posseh, It's against the Rishonim, but it is an alternate reading. And that would mean that the Isser is not about Simcha. There's another, the Isra of, of, of learning Teir and is because you're not supposed to be focusing on anything except learning, except the Avelos. There is, a, we know that uh, le- mitzvahs are misameach, but that could be just the reason why we don't want the 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 schools open. That's the reason why we don't want the instructors teaching, because of course there's a simcha no matter what that's going to occur when the kids are getting it right and in terms of what you're teaching them. Rashi does not want like that. Rashi learns that this iser of of learning is based on the fact that Torah cannot be misameach. As I said, Rabbi Yehuda says you can't learn anything. Okay. That's the Gemara in in Tainus. The Gemara might cut. However, if you there we go, Eydvarm Shavul Oser Behen, Oser B'Malacha. He can't go out and do work. Rachitza B'Sichlo V'Tashrashamita Nioshasandu, and then Oser V'Krispatera. So once again, again, why the Brisa needs to restate the word Oser? Because these are different types of vissurim. We saw the same thing as far as Tisha goes. There's things that have to do with your physical, uh, the physical sense of comfort and what it does to your body. And then there's this other iser of learning. Okay. Now, it mentions again about Nevi'im Iksuvim. It uses the same type of terminology, but it's missing the end of the Braisa that talks about the Dvarim Haroyim. Are the Dvarim Haroyim allowed to be studied. It does not say that. It doesn't say that. It says it by Tisha B'Av. And in fact, but it doesn't say it here. There is also a heter that's mentioned here, which is not mentioned in Tisha B'av. And as Rebel Yoshev points out in his uh, comments here on, uh, on Ha'oros and Moit Katen, it wouldn't make sense on Tisha B'av. What does it says? It nimna. In other words, even if a person's sitting Shiva, but he is the Shiva, and the Shir can't go on without him, and um, they need him. He's the only one that can give that droshe. He can't find someone to take his place. Um, people need him, so he and the Gemara brings a story from Rabbi that even though uh, his Rabbi son had died, he was very uh, throughout Shas. Rabbi is very protective of his of his children. We all know uh, the way Reb of Rabbi and others. Uh, Rabiosi was very very strong about uh, protecting them the connection that he had the love he had for them but even after his son had died uh they needed him there was no one else that could really take his place he came at, right afterwards and came to the Besmedrish Vidorish kulo, didn't he he was as fierce and strong as he always was okay so the question here is um why doesn't the Gemara mention that you have a Heter to learn other things? So if we take a look in Thesis, um, the Tosis and Moikotin were, um, it's uh, unique in, Sha, in in the Toises and in Shas. Um, they were uh, written by um, the uh, the grandson of the Riazokin. And uh, again, very throughout the various places and are authored by different uh, either groups or one main editor. Also, that wasn't his grandfather, that was his great uncle. The re was his um the re was his uh, grandfather. Uh, the re's uncle was Romain Tam, the grandson of Rashi. So the Re in his pschuvas, which haven't come down to us in full at all says that Rabbeinu Yaakov haya bimea, volo, that the Rabbeinu Tam originally baskant, that um, you can't learn, as an Ovil, you cannot learn Torah. In other words, all the heterom of learning tyra in Dvarim Haroyim do not affect, they aren't true about uh, Um First of all, middle lake tani le as I said before, and this is the way I gave the introduction, the Hilchas HaVelus existed in a way before Hilchas Tisha B'Av. And therefore, they should definitely, they should, the main spot where they should be is in Hilchas HaVelus. And if the b'risa from Evo or Bosa, wherever it's from, that's quoted here in Mo'yekot doesn't have it, so that's an indicator that, that it does not apply. Okay. Um... And, and you see that it, it is mentioned in Masech HaTas Taim, it's about Dishavov. Now, Now, you could say this Rabbeinutam Tam was Choser. Uh, that's one way to understand it. The Rabbeinutam Tam was Choser. In other words, the Riyazokin wrote that my uncle uh, one time answered it, but then he was moderate. Um, you could say that uh, that in the Chuvus, the Re asserted it, but there was a Masurah Baalpeh that the Re was matrid. Either way, whether it was the Re that was Khazar, tam that was chaser, there was a halachic opinion that clearly held that you cannot learn Torah when you're a novel. that the heterum of learning Torah that applied by Tishabav do not apply for a Velus. Um, you can find that opinion, Mafurish also here in the ritva the ritva in Maid koton where the ritva writes masafku rabbonon imyeh would the ritva says this is a, a, a doubt this was something that the rabbon had a suffix maybe it was rabenu tam from his youth uh to his older age or the re and and he says that it would it right even though in some ways Tisha B'Av is more Khammer, but he says that's only in a public way. But we know, for example, that Aveilus is more Khamer than above in terms of uh, how you have to act in, in, in your in your bedroom, in terms of turning the bed over, uh, not leaving the house. And therefore, he, he says that the re was the one. This is Rabenu Yitzhok, it might be the re, it might be the rif, I'm not sure. But he says that there is. The Rish re- says it's exactly the same, but then he brings Viyesh Omrim the that it's Asar. So the Ritva clearly says even after this discussion about what you know the original Bavli there were definitely Rishonim who held that you cannot learn as an Ovel. The Teisus quotes a Yerushalmi Avolshinah Sheno rogio. Hmm the Yashalmi does add that one aspect that you can start something that you're not familiar with. Hmm, that's, that's like what it says in Tisha Right? Now, um, however, you don't have the complete list. So on one hand, you could say, well, it's well." you see the Yashalmi starts it off. So if the Yashalmi has one thing that's mentioned in Tisha you can assume from the Yashalmi that Tishabov and Avelis are the same as far as Limit goes. But he says, The point, though, is, on one hand, you could say, well, it seems to be trying to quote what it says by Tishabov. On the other hand, Tosu says, and this is what you have to know how to learn Tesis, tesis says, but it only mentions one thing. So therefore, even though the Yerushalmi seems to uh, seems to give credence to the idea that you are allowed to learn Torah as an Ovel. It only mentions something that would be difficult and unsatisfactory, or would be difficult for you to learn. It sounds like to learn the other subject's matters would be usser as an Ovel. Okay. Then he quotes, and this is the main thing, is that the reason that the Yitzchok, that's the Re, Azoked, in his original psak from his uncle, why it would be Osir, it's based on the fact when the Gemara starts going into the laws of Avelus, the Gemara runs out from Yecheskel. Because Yecheskel was told to be a symbol of what Avelus wasn't going to be allowed to be. Sort of Avelus, but not Avelus. He was going to lose his wife, and he was gonna he, won't, he wouldn't be able to really... Act like an ovel, and that would be a symbol to call Yisro what the horbin was going to be like. So, a little bit of an interconnected between an ovel, a personal ovel, and the Horben ovel. But in two ways, Yecheskel had to be like a regular ovel, and that was by it says says, dome, which means he has to be he has to he has to stifle his desire to scream and cry. Yes, that has to be stifled. dome, which means that he cannot engage in normal type of conversation, and also he can't be involved in learning Torah. So the, re- the, the original psak of Rabbeinu Tam was based on the fact, A, it doesn't mention the other uh, heterim, and two, it's based on the Pasek Hanegdom. And Hanegdom means quiet, you stifle everything. Dom, by ba- ba- Yidom aaron. Dom is nothing. Mash mahako. Now, um, Tosus himself the grandson says I don't know if it's a Jariah could be we're only talking about the Shulchan Aruch Paskins like the Chazara of Rabbeinu Ta'am the Chazara of the Reed, that you are allowed to learn the Dvarim Haroyim but how are you supposed to be learning them so on this we have in Shulchan Aruch a because again we we, we download from Tish above to Avelus, so in Tish above we find that if you take a look here on the board, you can see the Taz. You know, we paskanuk our Yehuda; you can't learn anything, even if it's new. Why? V'nira timei, even though it's new and difficult, because at the end you're going to like it. But they say the akar she yatriach atzmo v'yavin hapshat simcha bazwin b'aser so the, the Taz says that there's a, an idea that even though it, it's difficult in the beginning, when you figure something out and you're able to uh, uh, understand it with clarity, the whole process, in a way, isn't frustrating anymore. All the frustrating dead ends that you went to, to get there, resolve themselves. And even though you were wrong, but you're, but, but you're relieved, happy, and now you understand even what your mistakes were. So he says that that idea. So even while it's happening, it was difficult. But the end can therefore retroactively change what you were like while it was happening, because that happy ending replaces and, and transforms everything. So that means everything now would be usser to learn, even the stuff that you had to struggle. And he says, and this is like a Galatianer shtickle toyer from the Taz, he says that the sverazu eschachan behedya in Rav Yehuda, because that's it, where you don't want pain. So she starts applying this, and she's only going to take it off later. It's just pain. But Rav says that if it's the type of thing that she can take it off during Yontif, so even though the beginning of Yontif, it was painful, but the end but since at the end, even though it's the last days of Yantiv, it finally feels good, she's allowed to apply it. The Avagav, the Aksha etzira, he's achar So he says, You see, that even though the pain in the beginning is really subsumed by the happiness of when she strips it off later, and now she even feels good. And it, it turns out we don't consider that a zilzo and yantiv. So he says, Here also, Hokinami Azwinin asof, the Yesh Simcha. So, if that's the idea, and we in that way, that we look at the ending, so he says that then that means that when you learn, you have to learn bipshutan Umitamze, meaning that you look at the essence of what you eventually get to. Why is it the same idea? Because here again, you have someone who was learning something, he couldn't figure it out, and eventually it came to him. So we say, well, the simcha of of what happens at the end infuses everything backwards. So for sure, when you're learning something, even though it seems to be about churbanos, it's about children being boiled alive, it's about people dying in famine. But if you start thinking about it in some sort of a way of asking a question, even though the subject matter seems to be negative and, and depressing, but if you somehow discover within it an idea that is difficult from one pussick to another, he says, even if all you're doing is contemplating something, you're not even speaking it out, you're just sitting back and trying to understand it, that would be usr. Why? Because... The subject matter, notwithstanding, he will have a simcha uh, once he understands it, and in a way, it's going to exist. Uh, it's going to exist concurrently with the with this with the depressing subject matter. But the but the way the pusik now stims, the fact that the steerer between Divira yomim and is answered the fact that that the, the, whatever Eob's, the taina of Eob's, Friends is now put into perspective as part of a a greater philosophical uh, description of of the different shitas of how God runs the world, all of that creates a sense of simcha, despite the subject matter. And that's what he's saying. The same way the simcha at the end of the learning retroactively turns it all into simcha, the simcha that you find in the essence of, of learning something and understanding the depths really, in a way, carves away the negative. And the whole heter is to just, well, I'm learning, but it's all negative. It's depressing me. So according to the Taz, yes, <laughs> you can learn. And you, again, you'd be able to learn uh, as a novel, but you'd have to learn in a very simplistic way. And the same thing is echoed here by the Mogen Avroam. Aveli <laughs> You can't have a discussion about even hilchas Tishabov or whatever it is you're talking about, or hilchas Avelis, that you can't do. What you need for your own personal psak, of course, if there's a question, can you leave the house, can you not leave the house, what sort of water you could use, how cold, how warm, okay, that, of course, you can discover and you can do the research to discover what you need to do. But when it comes, if it's a theoretical aspect, that would be usser. And he quotes here the, um, the next halach and shulchan arach, because you can't learn even al here, and again, this is based on the Chuvus maril, the Beis Yosef does quote the maril. He's not totally against this Ashkenazi uh, stalwart. Uh, he doesn't quote him enough, according to the Ramah, but he is quoted a number of times, including this tshuva. Uh, it's possible that the Beis Yosef did not have minhoge maril, what we call safer maril, but he quotes a number of times Chuvus maril, and I think this is where this comes from. So the Maril says that you're not allowed to think in learning, even though normally thinking doesn't count as learning. Um, it's, it's, here is Lav Kadibur, but here it's about Simcha. And therefore the Mogad says you can't learn a Drush or a Kasher, a Teretz, Afilu Bidvarim Haroyim, Mipnei so that is, so basically, even while you're learning the Dvar Maharoyim and a question appears to you, or someone has written uh, a, a, a point about it, all of uh, 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 there's a drush or an idea that's connected to it, it would all be usser. So basically what I'm trying to come out with here is that, according to this, um, even though uh, Ovel would halachically be able to learn, he'd have to learn in a very dry, depressing manner. That's what Avelis would be. And that, sh- that seems to be what the Mishtaburah Mish- following the Taz and the Mogad Avram holds. However, um, here is really the other meta question, is what did Chazal do? How, how you know they, they have a right to cancel mitzvahs, and they have to say, you, you, you can't do mitzvahs. They have a right to do that. Um, by Schoifer, by Lulov. Did they cancel the mitzvah of Limit tell you, uh, for an Ovel? Is a novel. Now, again, if you say it's from Hanak Doim, it might not be Chazal. It might actually be um, the Hanhoga Sanovi. It might be from uh, the Rabbi Shalom himself. Um, but still, however, the getter works, is, it, it, is, is there no mitzvah of What's going on? So, th- one of the great unused him is the Shevet Yehuda from Yehuda Ayash and on Yerodeah and other parts of Shulchan Aruch. And it, it, it's a very lengthy, it's a safer, that, that you have to get it in a more modern edition. But I want to show you here, I have the up here on the board, where he says that it's mutter to learn those things, but you don't have to learn at all. There's no mitzvah al when you're an oval. Don't say, well, since it's mutter, well, you have a mitzvah talmitrah, you can't be a batlin. No, when you're in Ovel, you you Khazal lifted that mitzvah from you. The same way by an Oine, and they understood you're not Chayev in, in these mitzvahs because you're Isaac, as the Yashami your says you're Isaac not Bakhaim. They took away the mitzvah of tal-m-teirah. Um, and, and that's what he quotes the Pasikanyhasko, which means Legamri. Now Ah, and then he brings the shita of Rebbeinu Tam in the that, or in the beginning, Rebbeinu Tam Aseret. He says the tour brings the uh, machlekes, and some say you're not allowed to learn at all. So the same way, even though we don't pasken like that shita, but the people who disagree, who say you're that you can learn, they don't hold that it's a mitzvah to learn. Obviously, if you held a Karbenu Tam's original Avamina, that it would be also to learn. Then we have a gili from the Navi that's got to be doy. No Limerat at at all. Nothing. Zero. You can't learn anything. So the, 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 even the Riz Hazara or, or the Rush who, who argues with that or the other Rishonim who say you are allowed to learn don't mean that it's a mitzvah to learn. Because he says you don't want to a you don't want to make a bigger machlekas than than you need to. Therefore, he says that it is there's no mitzvah at all of limeratera. Now, if if that's the pshat, then I understand the taz and the mogan avraham because there's really no mitzvah. Chazal took the mitzvah away. In fact, they ossered you from engaging in it because they knew what it could bring you to that zibucha. So there's no mitzvah. So this is just something, well, you know, I'm so used to it. I'm so, this is what I do. Okay, that's okay. This is sort of like watching the uh, the the concentration camp videos. This is what you could do. Okay, that you're allowed to do. Okay, but you happen to have it through different Torah. Okay, that's what you're used to. That's what you put your mind on. And you could say like the marshal as well. You can, you don't want to be Avelus. this is what you do, but it's not supposed to lead to learning at all. There is no mitzvah at all. Um, that would be, they also bring a riot from Rashi, Rashi and Maid cotton. The, even the real Rashi, not just the pseudo Rashi, asks why Rashi asks Akasha. Rashi says, Here, you told me an oval can't learn. Earlier, it says an Oval's schayim in every mitzvah except fillin. Why doesn't it mention this? So you see from Rashi as well that Rashi held, like his uh, grandson Rabbein Utam, Rabbein Utam's Havamina, that it was also to learn. And there was an isser of learning. Okay, there's an isser of learning. Rashi did not allow any learning at all. That's true. We, Pasch, not like Rashi in this way. But as the, as the Rebut Ayash says, there's no reason to assume that we should say there's a mitzvah to learn now. And therefore, it, all this would therefore make sense, what we're saying. And which means when you're in Ovel, it's very bad news. It's hell indeed. Because you can't even learn. Or in, as an Ovel, there's no mitzvah to learn, Taira. There's a heter to learn these things, et cetera. Now again, you're going to ask a, a question here um is it called taira yes, so there here there's a, a famous ludis of of Rechaim Brisker that that why women make a broch on Birchas why do women say the broch of birkhoira um and it's not just because well men have the mitzvah, women have a chiyuv, to make birchas before they learn, even though they don't have a mitzvah to learn, and the reason is, Ruchaim says, is because even if there's no mitzvah, taira needs a bracha, and therefore we make birchas So here's my point: They're, they took away the mitzvah, but you can't deny the fact that the Torah is happening when you're learning. These Dvarim Aroyim, when you're learning Sefer over, you're learning Perak Ewamagalchen, Torah is happening. You, you don't have a Kiyama mitzvah because Chazal took that away, according to Rabbi Ayash and Seem, according to the Taz, the Mogan Avram, according to Rashi. They took that mitzvah away in Zalman. However, it is Torah. And if it's Torah, you have to make a Bracha. Torah, Torah, in other words, the same way women make Birkasa Torah, now you could say they're making Birkasa Torah because they're being Makayim a mitzvah, but again, we hold that women are potter in Talmud teira, and they only have to learn the mitzvahs that they're mechuyiv to do. So Rechaim says, and that, that's his yesoit. So that would mean that it, it's not like, are you learning tairah? Yes. Do you have a mitzvah? No. Do you have to make birchaz You have to make birchaz birch anyway, based on this idea of Rechaim. There are shittas agonim, I spoke them out before, that hold, you don't make birchaz on Tisha B'av. And that would, of course, indicate that there is no mitzvah, and that, of course, would apply for sure by an oval. I just want to show you um, the people who disagree with this idea, and I'm, I generally rely on them, although I'm not sure if they're right. One of them is the Mimer Mordechai, a very big favorite of the Mr. bura quotes him a lot. Uh, Rav Mordechai um, Karmi, who was the Av business, as you can see here, of Kraftentratz in Provence. Um can't so. believe the Taz and the Mughal would say that. Do you think every person on Tisha B'av or every Ovel somehow turns into a, a goylam? Like, he's someone who doesn't understand things? Is he like a child that doesn't understand what they're doing? If you are allowed to learn, then... You can learn it with an understanding. in The yoholidrash v'ahem. Sometimes you don't learn unless you start using your brain to find an inconsistency. That's what a medrash is about, base medrash. It's not a base limu necessarily or a base kriya. It's a base to be doyresh a problem. Medrash means to be doyresh, to discover a problem and begin to find an answer. That's what Medrash means. So, B'am, He says, and, and the, the proof is Elo We know that it says in the Kolbay, it's quoted in Shulchan Arach, as the first Gemara that you're allowed to learn, not the Gemaras in, 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 in Giton that everybody learns on Tishabov. The Gemara that's mentioned uh, that you're allowed to learn is the third parak of Maidgaton, and there, you, what do you think learning means, the, the Myra Mordechai says? It's got to be with Rashi If you're going to learn Rashi so there's no way to learn Rashi unless you're Mephalpah Behem as much as you need. And he says, if you don't do this, then you know what you're, you know you're going to have? You're going to have you're going to have Muda, then no one is going to learn. You're oh well, well you're learning something. Hey, you're going to hate that. Nobody just wants to read empty words and say you have to put a, a you have to put a, a tourniquet on your brain that you're not able to learn any more than that. You're going to hate that. You're not going to want to learn. And therefore, he says that he, there might be some mashmos to this other approach, but he says, look, I'm not kedayu achleik al kedayu But and here I'm being Mako, however, I but he says that he says, if you're if it's possible, accept it. But I'll tell you, I don't get it. And by the way, this is the same, my Mordechai who also feels this idea of not learning Erev Tishabov, B'Av, even on Shabbos, is also a terrible idea. The Mishnaburah doesn't quote this word for word, but then Ber Alocha, when it comes to Erev, Erev Tisha B'Av is Chal b'Shabbos or Tishabov and you have the Chumrah of not learning after Chatzais, the Miber Mordechai, again, uh, rears the same sort of championship head for learning there and say, what do you want? You want people just to dray to, to around in the street and learn stuff that Dvar Uttar, they hate learning? You're going to have a bitl, It's going to be, a, what's going what, what sort of day is it going to be? Nobody's going to be learning that. So this is really Lushitosa, He's a very big champion to this idea. Similarly, Rebel Yoshev says it a little less, uh, with a little less fervor. But as you can see here, he writes, the Yuda is wrong. <laughs> He says his raias aren't true. He says that um, even the Rashi, uh, Rashi, of course, Rashi holds like Rabbeinu Tam. And clearly there's no mitzvah of Talmud, a, a, a wide machlik, as Re- Re- rejects that. Uh, yeah, Rashi definitely holds, there's no mitzvah. But uh, but if we hold not like Rashi, then of course you're without the word. Although look what he says here. He says that, you need to do the printed in the, um, in the Ishi Mishitas, <laughs> in the, the Reb Zevin's um, uh, newspaper articles that were eventually uh, put into a safer about the Raget that the Raget felt that he learned when he was a novel, he learned on Tisha Bav, and he said, um, so what is this? When they asked him about it, he says, what is this? So, ich will pech, meaning I did something else, but is it's a pech um it's it's okay to get hit okay so many people were up in arms about Reb zevin printing that and it becoming well known and um you know they said it's not really not true has vishol and trevor wouldn't have talked like that uh my my gut feeling again I get it, is that he he probably said something very similar to that um however um, they do try to justify the Ragaj based on another reason, from this Yershalmi Reb, that Rebel Yoshef quotes, muter. In other words, if your connection to Torah is so intense that you can't live without it. So the point is, it's not that I'm being am the Mitzvah. Yeah, maybe there is no Mitzvah. Or maybe, right, it's only mutter in this. Oifen. But if you can't, you're an istinist. The same way I can't stand it. I have sticky stuff all over my body. I've got to go in and take a shower to get rid of it. I can't live without learning Torah. I'm so low on a Torah. So that, therefore, the traveler was a living example of that. Okay. So he says, <laughs> again, Reb says, I don't know if it's true. But he says, Reb Liotta says, I don't know. Why couldn't the traveler learn harbei? The Regachover has such philosophical hair-splitting of brilliant things everywhere. He couldn't have do it. He couldn't be mitzamtim himself to mo'yed katon. By the way, Rebbe Yoshev learned to mo'yed uh, always when he was Nebuch on Oval for his daughter, of course, and Tzimbat uh, when he was um, uh, when he was an ovel uh, on, on Tishabov, they made for him a small little stender and Rebel Yoshev, that was his limit of choice. And I'm with him. I, I haven't I, I, learning white cotton, um, and therefore he says you could go and white cotton as well. You can't. You can't learn white cotton. Of course, he says vaaf be'ion. You can learn be'ion. That seems to go against the Tasman Mogan of Rome, who says, So Rabbi Yoshev sort of explained himself, it would seem, if the people on the tape heard him correctly, that there's two types of Iyun. There's a type of Iyun as, I don't understand this thing. And I I think they say from the Chazanish the same thing. That if this is the way you learn and you can't understand it, then you're not learning, like the Maimon Mordechai says. And even if you're going a little bit deeper than you did before, it's all about understanding it to its best level that you're allowed to do. But not that you want to somehow go beyond that in order to somehow now create a whole bunch of yisaitas, uh, that's that now you've answered up 50 different places in Shas, or now you can apply it to somewhere else. You don't want to necessarily be machadish new chidushim. So, yes, the subject matter here, I'm looking at it again, I have some memory about it, but it still bothers me, I need to understand, that. I need to think about it. Again, not like what we see from the, the simple uh, 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 the understanding of the Taz, the Mogan Avraham, Rabbi Yoshev says you can do it Iyun, but not in machadish new chidushim, even though the Havana you have is that Havona. Uh, now, by the way, this is very similar to what Rav said, Rav Steinman was once asked about, um, he had heard that a bocher was called to Rav Chaim Kanievsky about, and Rav Steinman was called that he had just finished a masechta in his sleep. And he asked the bocher to go get wine because he wanted to make some sort of siyam on the masechta he had finished in his sleep. So they told her statement about that. And they said, you know, Chaim's uncle uh, was very much against siyumim. He felt that if people are making a siyumim, then um, he would ask them, okay, so can you tell me all the, you, you finished Ksuvis? Okay, so can you go through exactly the mumim that are paisal ba'ad in Aisha? Do you know exactly what they are? Um, so the chaznish felt that uh, that you can't just make a Seum unless you really have schlita on an Indian. Sir Steinman explained that it really depends how you learn and what your process of learning is. A Seum has to reflect your process of learning. Learning is stable. You can't say, well, again, it's sort of like the opposite here. The same way on Tishabov, according to the Chazanish, and according to Rebbe Yoshev, you're allowed to learn Bein, and when you're in Ovel, you're allowed to learn, because that's what learning is. And if we do say there's a heter to learn, or we want to say, like Rebbe Yoshev, there's a mitzvah to learn, and the mitzvah is within the Dvarim Aroyim, then you can learn them, and you can learn them up B'Iyun. You have to be able to, because otherwise you're not learning. And, and, and therefore, you don't make a siyum unless you learn it. Now, there are people who aren't on the Madrega to learn like the chazanish. There's people who aren't on the madriga to learn with the thesis And can they make siyumim? Yes, because that's where they're holding and learning. So basically, really, it really depends. You have to be honest with yourself. What are you in learning? What do you do when you learn? And when you learn, you do this. So that would be the way you would learn even on during as a novel, according to Rabbi Yashem. You'd have to learn and according to chazanish. So Again, I always tell people this because I rely on it myself, again, on B'av and B'Av and other times, but I think it's interesting that the, 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 the svaris and the background actually mitigate against it, uh, but I think that you need this. In other words, this is a Hatzola. In Shulchan Arach and um, Kuf It's quoted by the Rabbah, all right. Um, now what does this mean? Now th- this is really based on Nagos uh, on um, on that quotes a a, a and I can't believe that Taz and Mogan would say that. Shadover kosher mitzmoy to be shoof to the Askinon. Do you think every person on tishabav or every Ovel somehow turns into a, a Gylam? Like he's someone who doesn't understand things? Is he like a child that doesn't understand what they're doing? If you are allowed to learn, then you can learn it with an understanding. Imapir The Yochalijrashbahem. Sometimes you don't learn unless you start using your brain to find an inconsistency. That's what a medrish is about, base medrish. It's not a base limu necessarily, or a base kriya. It's a base to be doyresh a problem. Medrish means to be doyresh, to discover a problem and begin to find an answer. That's what medrish means. So, yochol lydrashbem, lohovin lohoyres Mitaycham. He says, and, and the proof is eilu magalchen. We know that it says in the Kolboi, it's quoted in Shulchan Aruch as the first Gemara that you're allowed to learn, not the Gemaras in, 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 in Giton that everybody learns on Tishabov. The Gemara that's mentioned uh, that you're allowed to learn is the third parak of Maid Gaton, And there, you, you, what do you think learning means? The, the Myra Mordechai says, it's got to be with Rashi Ittasis. If you're going to learn Rashi Ittasis, so there's no way to learn Rashi Ittasis unless you're Mafalpa Behem, as much as you need. And he says, "If you don't do this, then you know what you you know what you're going to have? you're going to have ko autumnm ya then no one is going to learn you're oh well well, you're learning something. Hey, you're going to hate that. Nobody just wants to read empty words and say you have to put a you have to put a tourniquet on your brain that you're not able to learn any more than that. you're going to hate that, you're not going to want to learn. And therefore, he says that uh, he, there might be some mashmos to this other approach, but he says, "Look, I'm not kedai uachleik al gedai uachreidem." But and here I'm being meiko. However, I. He, but he says that he says if you're if it's possible, accept it. But I, I'll tell you, I don't get it. And by the way, this is the same my Mordecai who also feels this idea of not learning Erev Tisha B'Av, even on Shabbos, is also a terrible idea. The Mishnah Brewer doesn't quote this word for word, but then Ber Alocha, when it comes to Erev when Erev B'Av is Chal B'Shabbos, or Tishabov and you have the Chumrah of not learning after Chatzais, the Miber Mordechai again uh, rears the same sort of championship head for learning there and say, what do you want? You want people just to to dray to around in the street and learn stuff that Dvar Uttar, and they hate learning? You're going to have a bitle. It's going to be, a, what's going to, what sort of day is it going to be? Nobody's going to be learning that. So this is really with He's a very big champion to this idea. Similarly, Rebel Yoshev says it a little less, uh, with a little less fervor. But as you can see here, he writes, uh, again, this was not, these were taken from Moby tapes. He didn't write these words exactly. I'm sure he said this Shira in Yiddish, but um anyway, this is what he writes. This is what is said in his name. He says that the Matayuda is wrong. <laughs> he says his Rayas aren't true. He says that um even the Rashi uh Rashi, of course, Rashi holds like Rabbi Tam. And clearly there's no mitzvah of Talmud Torah at all. Um, yeah, right door, yeah. So just walk in <laughs> and walk through and come downstairs. Yeah, okay. so, so in the eighth pair of brachas, what 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 brach do you make first when it comes to things during the meal? Do you make a brach on the wine first? Do you make a, do you, do you a brach on the sheben first? So the Gemara recounts the following. So the Gemara brings uh, this um, so, in other words, the person is holding, um, the, the cup of wine should be in the right hand, and the the oil that's used to enhance the meal in the left. So, what do you do first? First, you you make a broch on the kos, and then you make a bracha on the shemen. Basilo says the, the shemen arev should be in the right hand, the kos should be in the left hand, and therefore the first thing you should do is go to the Sheben before the wine. Okay. What do you do, however, with the wine that's on your hand? So it says, that you take the oil. (laughs) And since you're a Talmud um, Chocham, you don't don't want to have this oil, this, this like perfumey oil on your hands. You need it for the meal uh It helps you, I guess it feels good, and it, it gives you a good sense when the meal is over. but now that you're leaving the meal, you don't want to have this oil over your hands. You don't want to smell like a like like a perfume uh, box. so what do you do? <laughs> Look what therysa says the Shamish, who's probably helping you, who's fee- who's giving you your food, who gave you the oil, gave you the wine. he bends down. And you take your hand, and you basically smear the oil onto the head of the waiter. Now, imo yashamish talmud <inaudible> chacham, though, which was many times the case, tocho <inaudible> so then just smear it, the, even though it's not necessarily the most hygienic thing, put it and just smear it on the wall, because you don't want the talmud chacham <inaudible> to now walk out in the street with a bunch of oil in his hair, and, and that would be a little bit big mavaza talmud chacham because <laughs> now he's he's going to be very hard to get that oil out of that that smell out of his hair. people are going to think where's he going he's going down to uh uh you know to to the seedy side of town uh to to find himself a woman or whatever it is, so therefore you put the oil on the wall Abba brachana or most other of the gears of Rabba brachanna uh, and Ravchana his own father. They were sitting and eating. And Rabzera, as was the derach by Tamir Chachamim, that they took turns acting as waiters for each other. So Rabzera was there acting as the waiter for Rabbi Rakhana and, and Rabbi Rakhana's father. So he brought the wine and the oil in one hand. So Rabbi Rakhana said to him, Ma, you're the is it Katean? What are you bringing it in one hand, like Rabzeira? Like, like you're juggling it? It's, uh, it's uncomfortable for me to get it from you because now you've got it. If you would have it in each hand, I could reach over and take it the proper manner, like Beisham or however you pass But now you've got it in one hand. What's wrong with you? <laughs> is one of your hands cut off? That's the way he spoke to Rabzeira. His father got upset at him. Humberley. First of all, ad mistake the atrevi. Isn't it enough that you're sitting here and like like sitting there uh, in this in this comfortable manner? Who Mishamish? And he's and he's serving you. Do you think that's the way it should be, Rabbi Rachani? You think you're a bigger Talmud Chacham than Reb Look, look at the way. Look, look, that's already a problem. And the other thing is V'od to who Reb is a Kohen. and he quotes Shmuel interestingly. Rabbi, Brech- uh, Rabbi Chana quoted Shmuel, and it's interesting because again, Rabbi Chana was a Talmud. Of Rabbi Yochanan Chana seems to be even older than Rabbi Yochanan, but he knew what Shmuel and Bovil had said. moal, that if you use a kohen, it's like meila, and at me kale, and you're treating him like that the way that's the way you're talking to him, like he's doing a bad job. So Gazrei says his father said, "Know what? Who Rava?" I want him to sit. Reb Zeresh should sit now. And you start, here, you take the oil, and you take that, and you start serving him. Now the Gemara mother of the Na quotes. Once again, Rav Acha quoted Shmuel as what Ezra said. When Ezra was trying to give a to the Kohanim, he said, look, we're getting the Beis HaMikdash done, and you guys are very important. That's what Ezra said. So what was Ezra saying? So Shmuel says it must be that the, the Kohen is like a Heftz of Kedusha. He's like a Keli. Just like the Keli, you can't, like achashverosh just use it for your own means. A Kohen also is considered Meila. That's the Yishalmi, the Gosmai, and he quotes it. And that's where it comes into our purview in um, in, 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 in Shulchan Aruch, that you can't be Mishtamish with the Kohen based on based on this Yishalmi and the story that goes together with it and 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 uh, quotes the ahronim that say, "But it can't be a dover mavuze and that really explains what it was happening to Rezeir at the end, because once he was not just standing over him and doing what he wanted to do, which was here here's your oil, here's your wine, but he was also taking the insults that you're going to give to a waiter who doesn't' is not doing his job right, that's already a dover. Of bizoyen. Now, Khachamavadya, and this is his son's safer, you can see, writes based on his son. I'm assuming this is what his father holds. He says, What's considered uh Shemush of bizoyen? He's oh, I'm gonna wash your hands, or anything that's connected with being an evid. And he says, Afiel kashakoin mohoto vahakel. Even if he's mochel, it wouldn't apply to a dover that's considered a menial, menial job. So asking the koyin to go across the street and and bring you something, that's also a shaivu, whether you can do that, because it might be ushered to mishtamish. But a dover of bezoyin, that would be something that would be, even if he's mochel, should not be done. However, Shlomo Zalman, and this is part of what uh, Rabbi David Yosef's from from Shlomo Zalman was, that let's say uh, Shlomo Zalman was asked about a, uh, a home aid helper who's a Kayan. And obviously a home aid helper uh, does a lot of things that are bizioinistic, right? He has to change diapers. He has to do other things like that. And the, he was asked by um, uh, the, the author of the Nishmas Avram. Sometimes they use Kehanim the kids, for doing that. So um, you, you could say, well, isn't that a shirashol b'zoyon? Yeah, well, because being a waiter, as you can see from the story about Rabzeira, it lends itself to, to b'zoyonis. And I would say, even clearing off the garbage from a table uh, that's not your own garbage, but having to go and the the family leaves bones and, and and other stuff and 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 dirty napkins and other things and you have to come and clean that up. That is sheer. That is that's davar and that's something that the the kahanim should not be doing. So lechora. Now you want to say, well, he's getting money for it. He wants to do it. Well, once again, the way Rishlam Azalman uh, approached it was because that's his parnasa. I'm not. Doubting that sometimes the waiters who work in these, in these camps get paid. But is that their Parnaso? Okay, maybe, Oh, you know what, they need that money because they want to have that money when they go to Eretz Yisrael, So they'll have some spending money uh, in their pocket. I'm not sure if that's called Parnaso Because parnasose Sebekach means this is your life choice. This is what you've chosen to do. This is what you do. Okay, so even though you're a koyan, and so this we could say you will add the idea of mechila, assuming that again, assuming that you can the the, the Gemara about the the is a raya mechila works as asvar. It's hard to understand why mechila should work, but okay, still, but it's but you can see the poskim want to rein it in, and therefore there might be another head there you could you could be say mechon. The the Bar alocha quotes the Mishnah of who says that a kohen amaratz might be different? Now I'm not sure why, because if if it's based on the Posit that he's a kohen, uh, you know, again those those kohanim by Ezra, I think many of them were amaratzim as well. They didn't, they had not been learning; they had just come out of golas. Um, so I'm not exactly sure, but there is a, there are the Mishnah Elch declares that kohanim amaratzim should not be mugdar uh, from this, that you can be mishtamish with a kohen amaretz. So you could say that even a decent high school kid still has a din of an amaretz. Again, I'm not sure. You know, you could say, is an amaretz somebody who is not learned or someone who doesn't want to learn? You know, in other words, the heter of using a kohen amaritz might only be a kohen that is an adult, but clearly is not, does not interested in learning. Uh, it really depends who this high school kid is. He's still, he's 14. He's got a lot to learn. Maybe you can't give him the title Kohen Amoritz, But maybe since he's not yet established himself, the Isser being Mishtamish, but he doesn't have to become a Veltzgain. But it could be that also might be a, a a Heter. Another thing I was thinking about is that if it's a type of camp where where what we're dealing with is, it's it's there are like rabbayim, like, like we have i don't know if he's still listening but we have somebody here who went to a camp that had the Godel Ador over there i don't know if he ate i don't think he ate in the dining room but um but there are camps where the rabbeim are there and and being the waiter and working in that camp uh, allows you to have a closeness to the tamid chacham so despite the fact that you have to take these divramamavuzim i don't think i think that you there was there would be a room here uh even according to Avadia's strictures uh, to be Makal because this is this was this was a, a way that gives uh in in the in that area in that sort of situation it gives you access to the Tamil in a way that otherwise you wouldn't have. Uh and clearly that would be worth it. You don't feel that it's a, a Dover Mavusa at all. Um I think you know obviously the same thing would be true, you know, if you would have we talk about a a, a child um you Know of uh, uh, somebody who is perhaps again, if it's your own child, it, it goes without saying, but perhaps uh, even if you, you know, if you if you are in a camp for developmentally disabled persons, um, you want to have this chus to do this mitzvah again. I'm not 100% sure if we should be be uh kohanim, uh, on that. One of the most heart wrenching things that a person has is when he hears the mishbeiruch for a uh. A child that has some congenital congenital disease and consistently they are saying for that child uh they're saying tilm for that child and often more often than not you hear the word Tinoik or tinocus and the question was raised through yoshev whether it would maybe make sense to to be clear as shame for the child um, even though the mini is to wait for the bris, or for the baby to be healthy enough, um, for a girl, perhaps for sure there'd be no reason not to give a name to the girl, uh, because the tefillas mean more. Um, now, the the Chido's grandfather in the Sefer Cheserah of Ram explains, Al-Pisoid, why is it that you shouldn't give a shame to a child till before the bris? The orla and other things uh, don't really allow the high level of neshama to enter into the child's body, and therefore you can't really give a Jewish name, and that's that's the reason why we wait. But when you have a child that's ill and you're trying to be ma'ira rachamim to just say tineik consistently, I, I you know Rabbi Yoshev understood that that would be something that would that you that would actually it would actually argue against you wouldn't be connected in the Tvila as much and there'd be a greater source to at least say yes this name of that individual not just a baby who happens to be the 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 daughter or son of that specific person so i i decided to do a little bit of research into the idea of giving names uh and and should be by the end of the bris i mentioned rafshoma viner's proof from the very first uh, Jewish child, a baby who was given a bris. First it says, Vayikra Avram is ben and then it says, Vayomo Avram is Yitzchak So we see Vayitzchak, Avinu that's kriyas Shem before the bris. Now, that's Rabbi Viner's raya. I, I don't know if it's such a great raya, because over there we knew what the name of the child was going to be. A Kanish already already said his name is going to be Yitzhok. You should call him Yitzchok. So perhaps you can't bring Uriah from there that uh, to another type of situation. Um, Rabbi David Luria brings Uriah from the Pirkei DeRabbi where it speaks about Moshe Rabbeinu. The Moshe Rabbeinu was born that uh, they saw that he was he was like a malach. And after they, Shmoina Yemei Yomim, that they mild him, and Rabbi David Luria says that even if you say that he was they did a bris, then says, So again, you see from the Pirkei Belezer, and he seems to say that that seems to be a source that you only give the name after the bris. You, you put in, you call him, you give him his name. So, Rab David, Rab is Medayek from the Lushan the Sefer Aksidim. That it sounds like as soon as he's home from the hospital or in the bassinet at the hospital, the Arisa, you already can give him a name. Uh, once again, the the, the 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 words there are not Tinak, it says Nar, Keshahanar Mutobarisa, kairin shame. So, it's not necessarily clear. That it didn't happen after the bris. Again, you, you, the mashmaos is as soon as the baby's home, you give him, to give him his name, and then it says you put sefer vayikra, and it stays with him. And that's the first thing, of course, he should be learning, etc. Um, so that's some of the the the. But but again, I think none of this is really relevant. I believe when you're dealing with uh, an extended illness and you're being maspalil because ultimately. Um, you want to be ma'ir rachamim uh, uh, by the people are being mespaloil. If if there is a uh, if there's a name, then the hasiris rachamim I think is stronger, and that's part of the reason again why we have to be. I think we have to be unebuch. We should not, not people should not know about these orders, but I think that the you, you have to go with the with the Um And <laughs> the truth is, I was thinking that even if you if you're if you're makabel this idea of shame before the bris, it's possible you could be shame, um, even though you were you Um, And, and if, 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 to be Chishish for uh, what the the of Ram. says while he still has the Orla, he can't have the real Yiddish Hashem, but uh, you could still have perhaps the shame and then you could be Moisif Hashem hopefully when they have, of course, the, the, recognize the the gishmak that we can get from learning in any subject and and the limit that that happens through the combination as i said before of hasmoda the, the, and and but also trying to find that incredible ending at the end that uh that ava not only between you and your harusa but the ava of all the struggles of where the wording is supposed to reach you thanks for being here today everybody especially my good my my very 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 close friends here uh, not only my new friends, uh, Yossi and Miriam and Leon and David, but uh, Eitan uh, especially. Um, we should uh, should come to uh, Nechamas Stafke Biachad, and from these Nechamas we should have uh, very soon share very, very large Simchas uh, Biachad. Thanks again uh, for staying with me during this whole time.